Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. continue where we left off let's hear who we have at the table players and characters han will you begin my name is han and i am playing winnie guardian of the shared sky brennan i am brennan i am playing arcos gerard priest of furia and magnus's best friend <laughs> and rob <laughs> I am Rob. I'm playing Magnus Vale, Master of Day and Night, and Arcos is uh, one of Magnus's friends. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Arcos is Magnus's best dead. friend too. And I am Amelia Som, your GM, and the lights inside the skeletal eye sockets have begun to glow slowly and dimly. They ignite in soft. I don't know if I said the color last time. I don't want to contradict myself. I'm going to make them red. There's no immediate movement, and it seems only the ones around you have glowed. Um, to give you guys a reminder of what this room looks like, you are in what I would describe as a large cistern. It's like the size of a huge cavern, but very clearly... Uh, carved out and inlaid with stone and stonework there are these massive pillars extending it's sort of the shape of like a what is it like an ellipse slightly wider around the edges and taller it's there's not enough light in here to see whether it extends further or if there are perhaps passageways that lead to another impossible series of tunnels but you find yourself in this center. What do you do? <clears throat> well, I do have a large shield and a large self, so <laughs> I feel like I'd, uh, I'd like to run toward the nearest pile of skeletons with red eyes, or blue eyes, was it red eyes? Yeah. With red eyes, white skeletons, and... Um, could I just whack one? I don't with with the mace, maybe two. Can I roll the whack? Yeah. So they haven't moved or anything. So you're just gonna start smashing them once on the ground. I thought no, no. I'm gonna hold. <laughs> I'm gonna hold my shield up and prepare to whack in case one of them moves. Okay. Anyone else doing anything? Um, they're surrounding us completely. Yeah. Yeah. There's like where you all are standing. I said that room that you were in was like 20 by 20 feet, right? Um, and 
Sorry, getting my dice all situated. Realized I was going to need those. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Um, but uh, it, there's like a 20-foot diameter radius around you, and then there are these hordes of skeletons hmm. sort of lining back in a massive, massive sort of pile. It's kind of like... Uh, it, they're not like piled like in little mountains, but like there's skeletons here, and then as you get toward the wall, they kind of go up as the piles seem to like be uh, along the edges of the, the cistern are they moving nope you just noticed the ones so i said those skeletons were about 20 feet from you probably like the first 15 feet or so full of skeletons the eyes started glowing but nothing else has happened Magnus is going to uh, walk up behind Arcos with his shield and uh, is going to reach his hand out and cast Detect Arcana on the horde of zombies, or I guess uh, blue eye- or red eyes, white skeletons. Um, <laughs> so it's a spell casting roll and a PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hmm. Crazy. Well, that was two ones that I just rolled. So that's... <laughs> That's a, is that a critical failure? That's a critical failure. Yeah. Oh my god, we haven't had one of those. I gotta look up. We what have happened. not had one yet. <laughs> I Ooh mean, boy. you can you can spend a Benny to not do that, but coward. I think we. I'm in, we it, I'm should. in it for the drama. I'm in yeah. it for the drama. That that's the new home home rule. No, you cannot Benny a crit fail. <laughs> I think that would be against the spirit of crit fails if you could if you could undo them. I think you can't like use two in a row or something like that. Two like, or if you do, you you have to promise to re-roll a quit crit success no, later. <laughs> you you can Benny a crit failure. Just know that we will be looking upon you with judgment. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, okay. That's a good way to put it. I won't, I won't Benny it. But what, uh, what happens to me, Mills? A critical failure occurs when a wild card rolls a one on both a trait and wild die of a trait roll. The attempt automatically fails, and something bad happens. A weapon is dropped or gets stuck. The attack hits a friend, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Critical failures cannot be re-rolled, even with Bennies. <laughs> the game was way ahead of us. Yeah, I knew. Okay. Yeah, so Magnus uh, struts up behind Arcos, uh, finally feeling confident that he can use Detect Arcana on something and be useful, stretches his arm over your shield and says, Don't worry, Arcos, I'll figure out what's going on, and then casts the spell. And as you cast this spell to Detect Arcana, it's like if you were trying to use binoculars to look at stars um, except instead of doing it at night you do it during the day and instead of a distant star you look at the sun <laughs> um, there is very clearly arcana in these skeletons that are coming to life and you have now confirmed that <laughs> magically <laughs> um, it Uh, Magnus has experienced being struck by lightning and it feels similar to that of that I got too close to the power of a god and now I'm facing consequences. Hmm. Right. Um, Familiar feeling, unfortunately. Um, 
Yeah, so Magnus stretches out his hand, casts the spell, gets this massive, uh, vibrant feedback from the magic, recoils instantly, grabs his eyes from the pain, and says, It's angry! Oh, the magic is angry! Oh, there's so much magic, and it's all mad at me! Oh, Argos, <laughs> hit him with your hammer! I, I'm gonna say that you're shaken. Is that alright? Does that feel That's, appropriate? No, I'm gonna some shaken! <laughs> Nobody attacks Magnus and gets to live to tell the tale. I don't care if you're dead. And I'm did just gonna bring down the hammer, literally. Did an attack actually happen? <laughs> no. I didn't see anything happen. You um, told me to attack it. I feel like I'd be obligated to smash. No, Argos yeah, I think Argos would just act yeah. without thinking. <laughs> so, uh, you're just gonna... What are you swinging at uh, exactly? What are you bringing the hammer down on? Um, I guess a pile of bones. Is there any particular thing that Magnus was reaching his hand out to when you said swing the hammer? I assume probably just gesturing vaguely at the skeletons in pain. Can I swing the hammer vaguely at the skeletons? Sure. Awesome. <clears throat> I've never wanted two critical failures in a row so badly. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie saving the day. The, out here. The <laughs> Killed Fellows brought to you by the Three Stooges. Or at least the Two Stooges. The Two Stooges, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, okay, hold up. Let me... I roll for that for a melee attack again. It's my strength plus my wild card. Yes, I think so. I don't know how any of these character sheets work. I just know how my <laughs> shit works. Alright. Um, yeah, it is strength. <laughs> that is an 11. Yeah, an 11 will hit. Go ahead and roll damage. No, no, no. It hits. Yeah, yeah, roll the damage. See if you hit the thing. The damage of a mace is a d8 plus a d6. Is it that sounds right. D8 for the mace, d6 for the wild card. Mm-hmm. Go for it. And it's got to beat their toughness. Mm-hmm. Or not beat the toughness in their shape. All Statistically, right. you should. The statistic, I hope so. That's a six. A six does not beat their toughness. All right. Um, so here's what happens. As you swing out, you hit these pile of bones, but they're not doing anything. They're not even technically, like, entirely animated. So you just sort of hit into bones, and it hits, and now your mace is on the ground, and some of these bones are scraped up, but... Nothing else seems to happen. Fair not, Magnus. I believe I've rendered them inanimated. The lights are still on in the eyes. Uh, but the lights are still on. Sometimes Smash takes a few seconds to take effect. Can you see yet? Oh, it's so bright. Oh, okay. Oh, I've never wanted that dark room back so badly. <laughs> I just left it and I already crave the darkness again. Okay. Listen, they're uh not doing anything. Just... Why don't we just chill for a second? Yeah. Um, so to be clear, I am hurting because of magical feedback, because something weird just happened, I guess. Um, but if they're not attacking us, I guess we can just relax for a second. Um, don't need to attack him because Magnus decided to have a magical headache. <clears throat> yes, yes. That's an excellent point. I'm going to pick up the mace. <laughs> Could I ask you an out-of-character question? Uh, um, yes. Is that me, or who is that? Anyone, really. 
Uh, I'd like you to pick one or two. Two. Excellent. <laughs> okay. As you guys, you know, you're just hanging around for a minute, probably thinking, you know, you're about to start investigating an area. Two skeletons kind of shamble. You hear them before you see them, likely, uh, within the mass, one on either side. You guys are in this 20 foot by 20 foot. Oh, I guess it's a 20 foot diameter clearing. Um, what do you do as they start shambling toward you? Um, I. How far away from us are they? Where do you think you were standing? Uh, Arcos and Magnus are near each other. Um, I'm probably behind them. Okay, then you're. I'll I'll give you about like five or ten feet away on one side and the other. So one is five feet away from you. The other is fifteen. Okay. Um. I'll. Sl- I'm gonna slowly approach one of them. Just to see what they do. The near one? Yeah. Yeah, so you uh, kind of move past Magnus and Arcos slowly approaching. And also I'm going to take out my dagger, but not do anything with it. Yeah. As you take out your dagger, this skeleton, you hear this sort of like eldritch screech. It's like... (laughs) And... uh, it begins to swing at you with the bone-like claws. Okay. And I, okay, go. No, go finish. Before here. we get into actions, we are going to shuffle the deck of fate. I have one Yay. question. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, Rob and I were talking about this before we, we got on. <clears throat> um, on the damage roll, it says zero to three points of damage over toughness. It's shaken. Mm-hmm. Um, so does that mean if you don't beat toughness but you do hit it's still shaken or does like um zero to three means that if you heat that if you hit their toughness they're shaken okay got it so if you get like if you're one below it that's a negative one right if you're one below it then they don't nothing happens you just kind of hit them okay yeah okay um mills i'm pretty sure i have a thing that lets me draw two for my initiative okay pick a number between uh one and 54 not inclusive two okay so ooh, rob you got a joker oh what does that do Do Um, i I believe it means you can go anywhere in the initiative order i'd have to check but uh we can come back to that okay so hand your first card is a five Um, yeah, just for proof, it's called the level-headed edge. I have it. Cool. Then I get to choose which one I want. Uh, Brennan, you have a three of spades. Okay, and then I'm going to need three more numbers between one, two, three, four, one and fifty. Each of you give me a number between 1 and 50. 14. 24. 37. Okay. So, Magnus has a joker. 
uh, Winnie gets to choose between uh, five and six of spades. Okay, so would that even change my placement? Nope. Okay, great. I'll choose the five if it even matters. (laughs) It does not. That is phenomenal luck you have there. The the deck of fate really said you're going here. Um, Arcos, you have a three of spades. Askarath has an eight of clubs. Um, Julian has a nine of clubs. And Craig has an ace of diamonds. And Huron has the king of hearts. So I'm going to take a moment to write all this down so I don't forget it. Oh, when a joke, when a player draws a joker during combat, all player characters receive a Benny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. Grab those go. bennies. Blinded really cleared your head. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to do this differently because apparently I'm supposed to deal cards every round. So no one's picking numbers next time. Yeah. I'm sure that's easier in person. Yeah. Um, oh, I might just do... Okay, I think for this first round, we'll do this, and then I... Uh, I'm going to do one card for all the NPCs in the next round. Okay. And then one card for NPCs, one card for uh, bad guys. Oh, also, uh, Magnus, you get to add a plus two to all trait and damage rolls this round. Damn. Amazing. Um, just also to clarify, you can act whenever you want, even during someone else's turn. Damn. Mm. Okay. So yeah, I'll just I'll just hold on to that until we get yeah. through the turn order and see if there's an opportunity to spice things up. Okay. Um, so as uh, you as this all starts, um, Craig immediately turn invisible. Atta boy. Um, Huron brandishes his, uh, I believe we got him a long sword, yeah? I believe so. Um, and is gonna take a swipe at the Skellymans. That would be a six, which hits. And then, oh, he doesn't, mm. Huron can have a wild card as a treat. Um, and but does not break the toughness. So as he slashes off one of these skeletal arms, it seems like almost like a magnet. Another one just kind of reattaches to the skeleton as he swings out, not quite doing enough damage. Um, Julian, taking no chances, is just going to fire off a nice fireball as you do. This is uh, what we train for <laughs> on the shooting range. Okay, that will definitely hit. Do you know the damage on the fireball? Uh, If you're casting blast, it's 2d6 base. Um, Or he could use a power point, or use two power points to cause it to do 3d6. I'm just going to do a regular. And then I think on a raise, it also increases the die. Is that for everything, or is that just for that? Uh, no. So if you use two power points to increase the damage of blast, and you get a raise, then it gives four d6 as opposed to three d6. Okay. But just on base, I don't think it does. Okay. 
Julian uh, fires off a blast explosion toward the opposite end of the circle, not where you guys are standing, and uh, absolutely incinerates that skeleton along with singeing some of the other ones that have come near. Um, Askarath is kind of looking around and just seeing if there are any other approaching. Doesn't do much on her turn. Um, Winnie, what would you like to do? I'm going to uh, stab the one that is in front of me in the head. Yeah. For a melee attack, I just roll my strength plus wild card. Yeah? Yes. Okay, so let's try it again. Um, so that's a D8 and a D6. That is a six to hit. That will still hit. Okay, great. Now let's roll damage again. You can just keep the other damage if you want. Well, I did even better this time, though. So okay. that is... Um, hold on, one of them exploded, so give me a second. Um, uh, 17. 18 <laughs> damage. Yeah, with 18 damage, as you take this dagger and plunge it into... I, do you go like for the side of the skull or through the eye? I think I want to grab the side of it and go through the top. And go straight through the top. Yeah. Um, yeah, you get right in between, you know, those that part, those parts of your skull that fuse together so there's still like creases in it. You get right yeah. into and basically shatter this skull into a million tiny little bone fragments. And it's down. And for the moment, there is no immediate threat. I am gonna set a cheeky little timer. What are you guys doing? Um, are there I mean, I don't want to keep going if someone else has something to do, but um, is there another pile of them somewhere that hasn't been touched yet? This entire thing... Okay, so just to clarify, like, this entire space, there's a 20-foot area in the center that you guys are all standing in Mm -hmm. that is empty of skeletons. The skeletons start at the edge of that 20-foot radius and pile all the way up outward up against the wall so it's like sloping down there are skeletons in every direction so it's not so much that there are several piles as in it's almost like someone just kind of dropped skeletons in here right it's a skeleton pit and we are in the the middle of it restarts okay i was gonna do damage i'm shaken now or am i still shaken all right if we're still in combat, then I need to roll to get out of Unshaken. Or you shaken. do need to roll. Okay, so I gotta roll for that. Yeah. That's spirit and a d6. What is my spirit? My spirit is quite good, I think. Yeah, d10. Brennan, don't you have a thing that helps people get Unshaken? Arcos? I'm looking. I feel like that was a thing you had. Um... I can remove wounds. Oh, that's like three hero points. Uh, you might let, me wait ju- let, me, let me just roll and see what happens. Uh, so that's going to be a 15 to get unshaken. So that, I think that would pass. I, I think so. Because it's I think it's, it doesn't say in the rule book what the DC is. I think it's just what the base is, right? The, isn't the base four? Oh, you can just use a Benny to recover from being shaken, too. Oh, yeah, that, too. Oh, what's your toughness? My toughness is seven. Oh. Yeah, it 
doesn't really say it just says that you make a spirit roll okay um interesting okay uh yeah i'll i'll what did you roll again 15 15 i will say you're unshaken with a 15 that seems like a nice solid roll great and the timer begins Oh, Askaroth, I see you guys got a bit lazy uh, piling up the bones at this point in the old uh, crypt. Eh? I've um, I've never been in here, so I don't know what this is. Great. Well, I suppose we should uh, venture onward then. Forward Where? sounds like an excellent direction to me. Where exactly is forward? Uh, that was my second question, or rather my first one. <clears throat> and as you all say that, you hear the familiar shambling as this time four skeletons appear to be moving out from the rest of the horde. Um, I'm just going to orient this like a compass, north, south, east, west. What are you guys doing? So are there no like exits from this room? There don't seem to be. You are in a very large, sort of three-dimensional, like, elliptical shape. Um, or ellipse. You haven't had a chance to really get a vantage point anywhere on account of you've been here for about three minutes. You got blinded and then fought some skeletons, and now there are more. Yeah. Bummer about that arcana check. Guess we won't get any information from that. Um... We did learn that there is magic afoot. Don't sell it short. Yeah, a lot of magic. Um, well, I feel like uh, just a due diligence notice check is probably in order if I can still do that. Are you doing that as the skeletons are approaching? Yeah, my friends have got this covered. This is fine. Um, I'll, I'll give you a notice check. You can fire it off. Who boy. It's going to be um, an eight. Yeah, so we're just going to go ahead and use a Benny for a reroll. We're doing so good today, guys. We're doing so good. <laughs> okay, okay. That was a 10 for a notice check. Uh, a 10 on your notice check. What exactly are you looking for? So, in short, what Magnus is looking for is some sort of clue about the way this room works in sort of a macro sense I, this is the theory that magnus has and i want to see if there's anything to confirm this the theory that he has is since we we jumped from one room that was essentially a puzzle into this room which also doesn't have any exits and has this like resurrection mechanic to the bones here so like i guess in the big picture sense he wants to see if there's anything to indicate that like this is like a series of trials that they need to get through and that like each room has like a discrete answer which may be that a lot is, for a notice check but that is a lot for a notice check so what i will give you with your 10 which succeeds is as you are looking around you're looking up and outward you can't very well see oh well actually you're really good at seeing aren't you yeah it's sort of my whole thing it's sort of your whole thing so what you do notice is that on the ground, there are these runic shapes. They're very large. Like I'm talking maybe this 20 foot by 20 foot area is about like 
the edge or like a corner of one of these shapes. Like each of these individual rooms is maybe like 10 feet in size. Um, and you know that these are individual runes because they remind you of what you saw on the little rock homunculi. And they are incredibly deep, though. You notice that while their width is maybe roughly like a centimeter, if that, the light, ca- the light that hits them goes down very, very far. And there's like a little glistening as if perhaps they're lined with some sort of liquid. Hmm. And as you're looking around, these skeletons pile up toward the walls. You can see in one direction the edge of a wall and that the runes continue there. And for the first time, you look directly up amongst the pillars and columns that support this large cistern and you see that kind of like the shape of almost like a piece of garlic where there are all of these different sort of indentures making these kind of vaults within the walls and up toward the ceiling Mm. above you roughly i would say 60-ish feet in the air these come to a point To get any more than that, you will have to spend some time. But now we are in combat. Oh, right. Winnie, you get you get your choice of cards, don't you? Yes. You can either have that ace of diamonds or this ten of spades. Um picking the ten would move me back, yeah? Yeah, I'd move you underneath Arcos. Okay, I will do that. I will pick the ten. Okay. Um, in that case, the skeletons move first. Yeah, so as you are noticing this, uh, Magnus, I will say a skeleton will come for the three of you plus Hurin, who was the last person who did damage. Uh, luckily, I don't think the skeletons qualify to get wild card dice. He's not important. Yeah. Uh, One of them comes for each of you. Winnie, four. That's to beat my parry? Mm Mm-hmm. No. Uh, Arcos, five. Nope. Magnus, five. Uh, Yeah, that beats my parry. (laughs) Skill issue. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, does a six beat your toughness? It does not. Okay, so you get, I believe, wounded. If it, the, if no, it doesn't if it, beat my toughness? Oh, so, no, sorry. Yeah, you're good. In the story, like, in the in the context of it, like, you still get, like, scratches and stuff yeah. if they hit you. You're but, not like, wounded, it, though. It's not, yeah, like a wound. Yeah, this guy claws at you with the bones, but mostly just catches robe. And then, uh... It wounds his fashion, though. That's psychic Hurin, damage. <laughs> six. I don't think that hits Huron. Um, okay, so that's the skeleton's turn. Um... Arcos, you're up. What are you doing? Uh, smash 
Try number two, nearest one to me. Okay, you are on, I'm going to call it the east side. You're underground, it doesn't matter, you're on the east side now. Got it. Uh, I'm going to go for the old east side swing. Um, six, ten, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> does a seven beat the skeleton parry? Yep. All right. Uh, ten, eight, here we go. That is 12. Um, that will do it. You, uh, what does this look like as you bash into the skeleton with your mace? Um, I'm just going to just gonna pick it up and then try to be a little bit more controlled this time around. <laughs> so flailing wildly and just bring it down straight on top of the skull. See if I can just go down on the body. Yeah, now that you have a particular animated target and you're not just, like, swinging at a pile of bones, you raise up your mace with both hands and bring it down, crushing the skull into the spine, through the ribs, into the pelvis, and it smashes on the ground. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Winnie, you're up next. Um, yeah, I'm gonna cast Warrior's Gift um on magnus and i'm going to give him the combat edge counter attack oh shit um so fighters with this edge deal instant punishment for enemies mistakes once per round if not shaken or stunned the character receives a free attack against one failed fighting attack against him nice does that include powers because i literally do not attack with physical damage um it says free attack. Um, I would imagine that would include powers. Let me look. Hold on. Well, I do have a staff that does a D4 worth of melee damage. So, yeah, that would be a D4 plus a, plus a D6, you know? Hell yeah, I'll take it. Why not? I mean, if any of your spells... Okay. Hear, if it hear says me out, though. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. In my character sheet, the way it is listed is that it does list like blast and bolt as attacks in my like attack menu. I think that I feel like that would work. Are a single attack unaltered by another edge? Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, ones are edges? I get confused. Um, edges are the ones. I mean, I do have to I take... Gu I guess you only get spell casting if you take an edge of an arcane background. But is that saying I just can't use, like, other edges to, like, augment the attack? Like, I just have to take the attack I think as so. is? I think so. I feel like, if it since it's listed oh, under attack, combat edges, and I don't think that magic would count as a combat edge. So, what I'm thinking... Yeah, I think as long as you, I think as long as you spend the PowerPoint, I'll let that go. Sick. I think that's, yeah. Perfect. Okay. Amazing. Um. So yeah, Winnie. Uh, a lot of Winnie's spells are, uh, support type spells. So um. Yeah, I think she just draws some power from her connection to Ulfair and uh, throws some magic your way. That is a little unfamiliar to you, I think. Yeah, Magnus is like really just like calm in the eye of the storm like scratching his chin looking up like at the structures and the runes around the room and he's like oh this is quite fascinating magic oh that's interesting that's something new 
Winnie, <laughs> what is this enchanting energy you've sent my way? I think it uh, sharpens your reflexes just a little bit. Well, yeah, I'm you might feeling need spry. Well, thank you. And Magnus, are you going to do anything with that? It's yeah. now your turn. Yeah, so I want to follow about this pointed structure above us. Um, mm -hmm. What is? What did you say that was made out of? That like pointed structure that you described? It appears to be the same stone as the rest of this place. Okay, and it just coming to a point above us? Yeah, almost like if you took a pedestal and put it upside down and mounted it to the ceiling from this distance and you're in a very dark room it kind of comes to a point as if there's like something on top of that like it's not like a needle point but there's like something relatively thin that's protruding from that there's nothing around that for me to like stand on if I were to like teleport up there right correct huh well, gut feelings and all that. I'm going to cast a firebolt at the thing up, up on the ceiling and see what happens. <laughs> sure. <laughs> gut feelings um, and all that. <laughs> so I think I want to do blast because that'll actually, like, explode things. And I want to do, like, damage to the structure, I suppose. So yeah. um, spell casting roll, two power points. Um. Roll my dice. Okay, so that's going to be 18 to hit for the spellcasting roll. Yeah, that hits um, the, the ceiling. The wall. Yeah. The ceiling, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's going to do uh, eight points of damage to the cool. structure. Yeah, so it is a. Super old, very well engineered carving of stone that has been put in there in some manner. As you fire a ball at it, um, it explodes, singeing the surface. Nothing really happens. Ah, good to know. Um,. I don't think I can take any other actions besides that in combat right now. Okay. Um, so, information gathered. Thing on the ceiling, don't attack it. Won't do anything. Um, just for reference, you can do multiple actions in a round, but it will, you will do it at like disadvantage, basically. Mm. Good. Well, I'll just take my turn then. That'll be fine. Okay. Uh, NPC turn. Huron's gonna go up against... Uh, a skelly man and just barely hits not not his best work um absolutely eviscerates a skeleton by swiping up with his long sword Askrath will also take out uh, or attempt to take out a skeleton new sword's working out for you eh brother <laughs> it's not bad uh Askarath does not succeed in uh, hitting a skeleton, whacks at it with her sword, and it sort of scrapes off. Um, Craig is still invisible. Who knows what he's up to. And <laughs> Julian is going to fire a bolt at one of them. Ooh, that's an excellent hit. And 
takes out another skeleton. So east and west are up, north and south. No, east and west are down, north and south are up, I believe. And we're back to the next round. We're just going to keep initiative across rounds because I'm doing this kind of thing and I don't want to keep dealing cards. Um, so we're back to the skeletons. The two who are up are going to go for... I'm just going to keep them going toward you, Magnus, for showing off that big bright light. And then you, Arcos, for uh, killing its brethren. Valid reason to attack us both. Magnus, that's a five. Arcos, that's also a five. Beats my parry. Okay. Um, That is something. Uh, That's five damage. Uh, It does not beat my toughness. Amazing. Um, Yeah, so those two swing at y'all. Nothing happens. Winnie, you're up. Oh, I'm sorry. Arcos is up. <clears throat> I'm going to rush after um, the one going after Magnus. Am I close enough? Yeah, you're going to run away from the one that's near you to go to the one by Magnus? Uh, I'd like to. Um, okay. Is there a uh, attack of opportunity I have to defend against? I don't know what it's called in this engine. <laughs> I'm going to let it roll to hit you at disadvantage or with the penalty. All right. Yeah, that doesn't hit. You're good. All right. I'm going to run up and I'm going to smash it, smash, uh, or at least attempt to the Skyloman that's bothering Magnus. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> okay. Got it. Yep. Uh, nine. That'll hit. Eleven. Yeah, you are able to smash the the skelly man trying to smash your bestie. So I'm going to just <laughs> reach out like as I'm running and try and like just like backhand smack it like a tennis racket. <laughs> Get away from him, you bag of bones. And just You smack it like a racket? Smack. <laughs> you doing anything else? Um I think that's all my action economy will let me do. Um, this character is less inclined to flip them off, so I think we're just good. Amazing. Uh, Han, what's Winnie up to? Uh, yeah, I think I'm just gonna stab another one. Uh, yeah, you can go run over to the one that Arcos left behind. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, so, rolling to hit on... Four? Four will not hit. Can I spend a Benny? You absolutely can. Do you reroll? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Hold on. Um, that's a twenty. <laughs> that's a twenty. Both of uh. Oh wait, just kidding. Hold on. Um, that is a uh seventeen. Just kidding. Not yeah. a twenty. Oh, well, then a 17 does. No, no, your <laughs> 17 absolutely hits these tiny little skeletons. Going against the Giga Skeleton, <laughs> 18 parry. <laughs> um, that is a 9 for damage. Um, yeah, you'll be able to. Are you hitting it with your dagger again? Yeah. 
yeah, you, uh, the, a nine will easily, you just sort of stab it. I like to think you just sort of decapitate it between the vertebrae. Yeah. As long as that, la- la- like, kills it for good. Yeah, it kills it. Cool. Uh, That'd be funny, though, if I was, like, describing how you hit it, and then I was like, but that doesn't kill it, so, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I think of it as, like, dry bones. Like, if you don't, like, smush the head completely or throw it into lava, it will always come back. The head will yeah. just go back on the thing. Yeah, um... Anything else you're doing? Nah. There are no more skeletons up. Magnus, what are you doing? Oh, now that there are no more skeletons, we are going to be breaking out of combat, and I'm going to start my ominous timer. Magnus, get us out of here. Okay, so ruins on the ground all across the walls. Sorry, one question. Do do we see any sort of timer in real life? Or not in real no. life, I guess in <laughs> in fantasy <laughs> world. No. Uh, the, <laughs> the ominous timer does not exist in the fantasy world. It is something I, your GM, am doing. I pause it whenever I'm explaining things or when you guys are like actively trying to ask a question, but otherwise it's running in game time. Okay. And she's starting. Alright, Magnus wants to investigate the runes more, and specifically the glistening liquidy quality of them. Okay. Can hit you with an occult or a research check, or spellcasting somehow. I would say notice. Notice? Okay. If you want to do spellcasting, you gotta cast a spell, but... Yeah, yeah, okay. So... It's gonna be a 12. Um... The easiest way to deal with this is just, you know, you're looking at it. You sort of just put your hands on the side, and it's a kind of oil. Oil. Mm-hmm. Timer's up. Or timer's going, I mean. Uh, can Magnus uh, try to ignite the oil on the runes? Yeah, you attempt to ignite the oil. How do you do it? Uh, just like bring up a fireball in my hand but instead of casting it just like press it into the oil as you do that it does not light hmm. can Terrible. I pull like it's it the the oil is in the cracks right mm-hmm okay can I use elemental manipulation to pull it out um you can pull out some of the oil but like these cracks run the entire length of this cavern right and are incredibly deep so you do have some of the oil that you pulled out yes okay i'm going to put it in any sort of container that we have easy enough <laughs> add that to my inventory <laughs> jar full of oil container of oil <laughs> container of uh cistern oil Anything else happening? Uh, I mean, like, is there anything I can glean from the runes themselves? Like, are they just completely unknowable to Magnus since they're, like, the ancient organic They runes? are very large and mostly covered in skeletons, and the ones that aren't covered in skeletons are on the walls and very far away in a dark room. Fair enough. Never mind. <laughs> Arcos, are you doing anything? Uh, yes. Uh, would it be possible for me to... Would would I be able to recognize any sort of archaic faith or or spirituality that uh, the wounds of the oil would bring in significance, some sort of practice or or, or ceremony ritual? 
Um, go ahead and is there's like a religion, yeah, or faith? Faith, yeah. Yeah, give me faith. <laughs> give, give me faith. What a good, good phrase. You are certain um, that these are runes. <laughs> That's a fourteen. Okay, with the fourteen, as you've been descending further and further through these catacombs and crypts into this area. All of the iconography has drifted slowly but surely away from anything that you recognize in your daily practice of worshiping Furia to the point where these runes, had you not seen the uh, rock homunculus creatures and known to look out for them, you might not even notice or register what they are. Rock homunculus creatures. And with that... God damn it. Eight skeletons now arise on the corners of this area. Winnie, you have your choices between a jack of diamonds and a two of spades. Arcos, you got an eight of clubs. Magnus, you've got an eight of diamonds. NPCs have a six of clubs and... Ooh, these are all so close. Okay. Um... Real quick question, um, which if you don't want to tell me the answer without a notice check, that's fine. Is there, yeah. in the point up above in the structure, is there a hole in the point or is it closed? It It's like really, it's like 60 feet up. What you can see is that this structure as it comes down toward a peak, like I said, it's almost like someone took a pedestal and turned it upside down and mounted it on a ceiling and that there is this small... Yeah, go ahead and roll me a notice check. Okay. Five? I'm just going to give it to you. There is, it's like this sort of tube-like thing. There is maybe a hole there. Hard to tell. It's okay. a very dark room. Okay, I, um, I'll take whichever card puts me first. Okay, cool. That's the jack. Cool. Okay. So, Winnie, you are up first first. Okay. I am going to go below the hole, the point, and shoot an arrow up through it. Okay. I love that. Let's Um, go. um, I probably need to roll for shooting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to... So, normally, this would just be like a raise because you're not doing an attack. I'm going to put this up to like an eight because you're trying to hit a very narrow target that is directly above you. Okay. <laughs> that... Um, not great. That is a seven. I'm going to spend a Benny to see if I can... You said eight like was the, most, the target? Yeah, eight was target. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's the most bennies we've used. I know. <laughs> Let's see if we can do better than that. Oh my god, exactly an eight. I rolled one higher <laughs> than my exactly last Exactly an eight is all you need. Amazing. You shoot an arrow up. It lands directly in the center. Um, it does like take the whole arrow. Like your arrow is kind of not visible in there. Nothing happens, but there is confirmed an opening. Uh, I would say your arrow probably actually slides out. I don't think there's anything for it to catch on. So it just kind of goes up and you're like, oh, it got caught. And then it just sort of falls back down. Got it. Good to know. Information. 
That is information. Magnus. There are eight skeletons. There's a hole in an upside-down pedestal in the ceiling. There are runes on the ground. What are you doing? So the runes are, like, in a circular pattern in this room, right? No. No, they're just sort of, like, haphazard. Is there any way to, like, activate the runes by, like, pushing some magic into them? You tell me. <laughs> are you pushing magic Are you pushing magic into the runes? I th- push magic. Push the magic. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll push I'll just like see if I can activate the runes and see like what they do or if they're like already activated. But yeah, I'll put some magic into them. Okay. Uh, you got to burn something for that, right? You got to burn PowerPoints and just yeah, like that's I think- what how much magic do you want to pour into these runes? And that'll be how many PowerPoints you want to spend. Like, let's say three out of 20 of Magnus's uh, yeah, okay. PowerPoints. You, uh, yeah, you, you pour some of your magical energy. You transfer it. Are you just doing the ones near you on the ground where you touch the oil? Yeah, I think so. Um, as you do that, you can feel you can feel the magic leaving your body. You can see a bright flick of arcane light emanate out of your hands, and it just sort of gets absorbed by this oil that seems to be lining these. Does it feel like to Magnus that the oil is, like, nullifying his magic? What do you mean by, like, nullifying? Like, do I get the impression that if I if Magnus was, like, covered in this oil, he wouldn't be able to, like, cast? Hard to tell. I think that's asking a lot of seeing oil absorb magic. Uh, yeah. Mm. But it could absorb the skeleton's magic. Interesting. Um, I guess I'll end my. Well, can I do anything else in my turn? Can I also attack the skeletons? Um, I would say that was probably your main action. You can attack them with a penalty. Uh, no thanks. That's fine. I'll save my points. All right. Um, Arcos, you're up now. Um. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Would I be able to uh, send a bolt of uh, holy energy and uh, burn more power points to send more bolts? Maybe hit the hit the oily thing with one and the skeleton with another? Those would be separate attacks, I would say. Because okay. one is directly above you and the other around you, so... Um, you can choose to you can choose to just attack one. You can achieve, you can choose which one you want to attack and attack the other at a penalty. Um, I, and you're going to be burning the power points either way. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I am going to uh, attack one with a penalty. Then it's be two power points for two bolts. Which one are you doing first? Uh, the one I'm going with first is the oil above me. Okay. So, smart. That is still an eight in order to be able to aim it correctly. Got it. Okay. 
those again. Three. That is nine. <laughs> awesome. With a nine. Does holy you, energy do anything toward it? You fire a bolt of holy energy into this narrow hole within the rifts, and immediately the oil within ignites and it glows and you see the light pouring out from this tiny channel outward and it shoots presumably up into the ceiling and then you see the light spreading through all of these rooms glowing out like holy fire and the skeletons begin to turn to ash everywhere around you now that this is cleared is a light you can see these runes more clearly now magnus as you were looking for the the pattern you were trying to see if there was a circular layout now that the entire room is glowing and the skeletal ash seems to be burning up into light and then into nothing uh you can see it's not haphazard there's very intentionally a design and it's similar to how when you looked at the when you noticed that the striations in the rocks on the little homunculus creatures weren't natural but they were instead specific carvings it's similar to that these are much larger and much more intricate as now with all of the light you see cracks that you didn't even really pay attention to initially um as there's like fractals of runes within fractals within the pattern of this hewn stone and it's glowing everywhere and this room lights up it's like being inside a planetarium almost uh or like the inside of a of like a paper lamp and you all stand there for a moment and feel this gentle sort of peace and then from that hole in the ceiling you see a shadow begin to form wispy and smoke like as if there's a gas being pumped into this room although it take whereas gas tends to you know expand to fill the entire place this amorphous thing consolidates and drifts downward it is impossibly dark it has these sort of wisping tendrils as uh like as a candle's flame flickers shadows in every direction that's what you're looking at and similar to what you saw in the volcano where there was a rock creature with all of these inky threads of blight here you have an ink creature with these gossamer strands of light winding around it in the same way there is this being and sort of any way you look at it, there's a halo of light around it, and then again, a more penumbral halo of shadow behind that. 
and suddenly the runes that you've been looking at, all of you, Magnus and Julian and, I don't know, maybe Craig, he's still invisible. Um, all of these begin to look more primordial and feel more vicious. But the magic here, everything here was ancient, but the magic feels very present. It doesn't feel cursed or blessed. It feels like radiation. It just feels like pure energy. And this shadow beast is descending over you, Argos, as you were the one standing directly beneath it. Do I have an action? You can do whatever you'd like. <clears throat> Askareth, asking for a friend. Any intelligence on what that might be up there? Because it's starting to creep me out. Askarath is just looking around this room in awe. And as you look toward her, you can see that there are these tears that have uh, soaked her cheeks as she's taking it in and says, I... Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> it moves gently, drifting downward. 40 I'm... feet. Oh, God. 30 feet. Um, <clears throat> identify yourself, being of shadow. 20 feet, the edges of the penumbra now cloaking over you. I'm gonna hold up the... God damn it. Uh, Orko's holy fire worked the first time, bud. Maybe try that. Um, what if... I don't want to make it angry, but I, I think you're right. Um, bolt. I'm gonna bolt it. I'm gonna bolt. You shoot a bolt straight from your mace like the one you shot before. Go ahead and give me an attack roll. Okay. Oh, that's a great time. Oh my goodness, we got the double, the double aces. <laughs> I I rolled four fours in a row on this. Triple aces. There's a one, so it's thirteen. And then the odd card, thirteen plus fives, eighteen. With your eighteen, you shoot holy light up into this creature and instead of being the more narrowly focused bolt that you're typically accustomed to it hits and a part goes into and is immediately swallowed in shadow and the rest of your holy light seems to be refracted bent around it that halo that i mentioned that you see it's shadow then halo then a shadow again um almost draws your light into it and all of those sinewy uh, strands that were holding this creature together holding, it seems like the light is locking the shadow into place glows brightly as if empowered by the light that you sent into it that for as much as your light pierced the darkness, it bolstered whatever held this creature together and it goes down 10 feet. And Arcos, your vision is shrouded in shadow now as it begins to eclipse 
itself and the runes as the only source of light and you are in complete darkness. Hello? Do you have a voice? Magnus, can you hear me? Magnus, Winnie, Askereth, Craig, Craig! God. Theria, this would be a great time. Yes? To do some miracles or something. I'm gonna uh, glow my mace as bright as I possibly can. Put all my spirit into it. You put all your spirit into the light of your mace. And it doesn't glow. You don't see anything. You don't see your mace. You don't see your hand outstretched in front of your face. Uh, can I cast drain power points? Okay, yeah, go ahead and uh, try and drain the power out of this. That is 11. Okay. How much are you trying to drain? Um, so... Uh, oh, it's minus two. Sorry, on the penalty. Is it is it a different type of energy than god energy? No. It okay. is the exact same type of energy. That's a little ironic. Well, in that case, it should be my friend! Um, but what the fuck ever... <laughs> um, Jarrah points, okay, 1d6 of the rival's power points, uh, did they get a raise? Did they get a raise? Did I get a raise with a, with an 11? Because that means yeah. I can get it back, okay. Fuck me, okay, well, <laughs> I drain two power points and get two back. You drain two power points, and you... You start pulling the energy out of whatever this is. And it's like you're drinking from a fire hydrant. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> As you feel yourself draining power and more power, you can't stop and you are entirely overwhelmed. You are still two power points, ten power points, a hundred power points. You say a hundred power points? My max is a ten! Oh my god. What do you think Arcos does in this moment? 200 power points. 300 power points. Uh, probably scream to the one person who seems to know what they're doing whenever I don't. Askarath, I know you can't hear me, but if you can, please, I think I'm going to explode into a pile of ash. If not, Furia, you'd work as well. Please... Okay. Good God. I'm gonna... God, say a prayer, take the mace, and just see if I could channel it upward and out of me. Yeah, as you ask, you hear the word okay, and the power is sapped back out from you as quickly as it came. Uh, where did it Go. You're still in darkness. It went back to wherever it you pulled it from. All right. <clears throat> well, when in doubt, walk away. Can I just walk out of the cloud? You walk 
and find yourself still in this absolute darkness. Can I run? Yeah, you can. All right, I run 30 feet. Nothing changes. All right, well, if there's no Askarath and there's no Magnus, there's no Winnie, there's no Furia, can I just ask it to leave me alone? I don't know if that's a spirit check or something. What do you say? <clears throat> Great being, I have no ill will toward you. We can talk things over, but I clearly have no power against you. I'm going to set my mace down and say, I will make no more attacks. But please, I do not like being this far from my friends. You are not far from your friends. Who the fuck is that? Is that the, is it a crowd? Is it a cloud? It is an ever-present voice. It's like hearing a thought in your mind. Um, uh, I've run. I've yelled their names. I've I feel like I couldn't possibly be further from them. Feelings do not always reflect reality. So they're, they're still here. You're still there. I'm going to close my eyes and believe that nothing has actually changed. I just can't see it and envision my friends just as far from me now as when the darkness uh, descended um, and say, my God, I'm sorry for offending you. All things are as they are, be it by your will and come to peace with the fact that I'm surrounded by darkness and that my friends are right there. I just can't see them. You think so highly of yourself that you could offend me. Pride is the sin I'm guilty of most, yes. I do not hide it. If you feel guilt... Then why do you not change? Change scares me. That's why I love the monastery and its thousands, thousand a year tradition, the forest and its infinite cycles. Things as they are is how I prefer them to be. Even change for the positive scares me. You look at the heart of my presence on this plane. A darkness you do not recognize, magic you do not recognize, beliefs and language you do not recognize, and you tell me you find me through tradition. I cannot say that I have found you. I can only say that I have sought you. And that is the method that I have sought. 
my ways will change at your word, if it be your will. I do not care about your ways. And in seeking me, what have you found? If not me, by your own admission. Friends, a purpose, Perhaps the greatest thing I've found is a reason for living. Something to wake up, the sunrise every morning. And what is that reason? The idea that actions I make may have at least the smallest positive effect on that that which is around me. You are very good at repeating the things that you were taught. Monasteries are very, very good at that form of conditioning. Do you think that is what you need? I'm afraid I do not know. That is correct. It fascinates me that you ask questions to which you already know the answer. I am but one small soul of millions, a blip in a time period. They're all small souls. And as a god, what use have you with mine? I do not have a use for you. You have had use for me. Your presence here, did I... I don't imagine I disturbed you or that I have bothered you. You... Seems you chose to connect me in some way. I did. The mystery of why would be... A great gift to me, should you bestow it. You would like more gifts? Those of us that are mortal souls on this planet always do and always will. I'm ashamed of my condition, but... I can do nothing with your shame. I can do nothing with your guilt. I can do nothing with the words that you speak, but do not feel. Then perhaps I can do something of my shame, my guilt, and always saying things I don't mean. Perhaps, Arcos, this is something you will have to do on your own. My adventures have always been easier with your intercession. I worry I'm not strong enough to do anything on my own. That may be true. A forest giant with a shield and a club. A mace if you're generous. 
Am I anything without you? That is not a question I am going to answer. I understand. Well, please tell me. Is this meeting for my benefit? Or is there anything that you acquire or desire for your will? I am. And I will be. I do not have use for meddling more than necessary in the lives of mortals. Your life is your own, Arcos. You do not need to give it away so readily. Sometimes that makes things easier. Is that what you want? Dying a martyr is an end of shame, beginning of glory. Do you want an easy life? I don't believe I can decide that. Trials are what make life worth living, but... I'd prefer trials such as hospitals of wounded or battlefields of blight. You prefer glory. Yes. I have none for you. Then I have failed. And what will you do with your failure? The only thing somebody can do when they fail. Get back up. Try again. I'm going to stand up from kneeling. You do so. For what it's worth, I, you do have my apologies for worshipping you wrongly. Your apology means practically nothing to me. I understand. You did not worship me wrongly. You chose to worship wrongly. I gave you a boon because I thought you needed it. But gods are not infallible. And you feel the presence of the ground yet again return beneath your feet. And the shadow, you you can hear again where there was dead silence 
the ambient noises of just your friends shuffling around and the sound of still air, the, the creaking of an old cave. You all who are standing inside or outside watching this thing descend upon Argos. As it descends, the shadows become darker, the light becomes brighter, and it flares. You're almost not sure whether or not to cover your eyes or turn away, and maybe you do at instinct. And you blink, and it's gone. Darkos is there, standing. Your mace no longer wreathed in holy light. Arcos, are you okay? I'm going to take about two seconds and then just collapse onto both knees, weeping. Okay, that's going to be a no. Uh... Magnus is going to rush over to Arcos um, while he's kneeling um, and say, What happened? Did uh, you have uh, an encounter with a divine being? Sorry, phrase that as a question. It seemed like you had an encounter with a divine being. Is that what happened? Magnus. I want you to picture that beautiful tower of yours. And tell me how you would feel if it crumbled in front of you by your absolute failure of commanding the elements in time and space. So it didn't go well then? I believe it would be more accurate to say I didn't do well. Ever. I'm going to grip the mace. What do you do when all 40-odd years of your life have been spent running in the wrong direction? You get the fuck over it, Arcos. <clears throat> Askarath um, is... Magnus. She's right. I'm going to... I was going to say, fuck that, but actually maybe you have a point. I was totally <laughs> had your back, but I think that you have got something going here. I'm going to stand up and pat Magnus on the back and say, nobody could ask for a better friend. Yeah. Asgareth is right. <laughs> <laughs> is this what you feel like all the time, old friend? Making every situation about me, even what's not. Argos, this situation is for sure, like, a hundred percent about you. Like, completely. This is... Um... Argos, um... Religion has never been my strong suit. You don't say. Because my god is, um... Sort of a god of wandering. Which means that, um, sort of all of my theology is based on the idea that 
divinity is a very personal and uh, there's no right answer except for when you choose not to see it. Meaning, if you feel like you've been worshipping wrong, maybe that doesn't invalidate everything else you did, but maybe that just means that there's more to it than you thought. Sort of... like running in place in a shroud of darkness for a while. I think maybe it's like only working out your biceps for 40 years and then you try to lift something with your legs and you realize that you didn't work those muscles and so even though it's the same sort of task it's much more difficult than the thing that you thought was the correct thing to do for forever so let's uh, use our legs and move forward however that looks like for you and whatever you want to do after this I support you because I have faith in you thank you Magnus Asgrath you're right I guess I Get the fuck back up. Thanks. Yeah, don't mention it. Craig, are you around? Did you see that? Did you see anything? <laughs> um, Craig, uh, rematerializes. And you can see around him in the same manner as the smoke creature and the rock homunculus there are these bands of light and inky darkness all over his skin and eyes and body with the exception of the crown and they say Hello, everyone. It's currently Wednesday, February 7th. We've just released season four episode. What episode is this? 31? Episode 31. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoy whatever episode you're on right now, if you're catching up or if you're on a previous season or whatnot. Um, Yeah, sorry I haven't been updating as much on the mid-roll announcements recently or the post-roll announcements, I guess. Um, Just busy with um, life stuff and other projects and um, that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm just going to keep them a little more sparse from now on. Don't expect them every episode, but um, most episodes, maybe every other episode. I don't know. Uh, sometimes I just don't have the the time or resources to do it in a timely fashion. 
Um, but anyway, if I, if I have something really important to update you about, I will do so. Um, and yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for providing our season four theme song. Um, if you want to check out his Patreon, go to patreon.com slash arcane anthems. You can find us on our socials on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at Guildfellows. Amelia still making a little graphic every week to make a little grid thing for everyone to enjoy. Um... And yeah, I highly recommend going to do that. We want to shout out our Red Circle subs. So we want to say thank you this week to Alice, our Red Circle subscriber. We love you so much and you make our hearts full. If you feel so inclined, you can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Helps the show grow and be seen by more people like you. We should be having um, a new episode come out next week. Um, We have some life stuff going on right now, which when aren't we having life stuff go on? Um, but just be aware we might have a, a sparse next few weeks, but we're, we're gonna finish out the season. I promise you we're, if it extends for a little longer than we anticipate, then that happens. But we have a few episodes left of season four, um, about five or six maybe. And, um, yeah, we fully intend on seeing that through and then doing some wrap ups for the show. Um, I'll keep you updated on those when I need to. Um, but just know that things might be bumpy for the next few weeks. Um, and I apologize for that, but you know, life like gets in the way sometimes. If you haven't heard, I have a new podcast out with my friend Mel. Uh, it's a Kingdom Hearts lore podcast. It's called Shedding Starlight. If you're into the Kingdom Hearts series, um, I recommend you go check it out. And uh, it's on YouTube and anywhere you find your podcasts. So yeah, that'll be it. Hopefully we'll have um, an episode out for you guys next week. We'll see. Uh, If not, don't fret. We're not going anywhere. We're just kind of stalled. We're really invested in ending the story, so um, it will happen. Just uh, maybe not on on consistent as a schedule as usual. Um, But yeah, that's all I got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. See you next time. Bye-bye.